0: Welcome to the Marvel Universe.
1: This is the Countdown to Infinity. Five,
2: four, three, two, one.
0: Okay, welcome everyone to Almost Nerdy. I am Shalom.
1: And I'm Courtney. We're the Happy Hipsters. And on today's episode, we're discussing Iron Man. So. As we said in our last episode, we are in a mini-series now called Countdown to Infinity. We will be going through all of the Marvel movies. Yes, all of them. It will take us like four months to do, but we are going from the first movie we started last week with Captain America First Avenger, and we will be ending with Infinity War, just in time for Endgame.
0: Yes, yes, and and it's, it's definitely one of those long, long series, but we love it. And so we're probably not going to feel it. We're probably going to like only like realize like how like, you know, when we're just done. We won't even feel the time, that like time moving. We're just going to like blaze right through it.
1: I'm pretty excited. I could watch these movies like all the time. All the time. Me too. Me too. So before we jump into two sentence summary and the nerd meter. First, I wanted to uh, talk about something funny that has to do with the Endgame trailer. So Mm. in the Endgame trailer, we see Tony Stark. You know, he's abandoned in space. He's leaving this message for Pepper. Mm. And NASA actually tweeted at him.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're like, yeah, we heard you're stranded. And we, you know, we've got, we've got a few a few ideas. It was so funny, though. It was so funny. And I think a lot of people were, like, writing to NASA. They
1: were. Some- because, because then later, I, I don't, I forget if it was later that week or, like, yeah. but a lot of people were then tweeting at NASA because they're like, oh, NASA loves this, too? Like, we'll tweet at them. And they're like, we need you to stop tweeting at us to save Tony Stark. Like, that was just a joke. <laughs> But I think that really shows like how big this movie is going to be. Like I think it shows how big this movie is going to be. I was, um, you know, going back, going back, I started to remember like these movies were kind of niche market. You know, Mm -hmm. they were really just shooting for the... You know the comic book crowd, the people who liked superhero movies. and yeah. I think that as time went on and as they started adding more and more people to the Avengers, mm. I just think that they covered they covered more people to feel connected to yes. it, yes, definitely. especially once they added Ant Man and Guardians of the Galaxy, like those mm. movies were just so incredibly funny. yeah, that I think then you started getting a little bit more of the mainstream crowd, mm. and people started getting really invested
0: right, right. Right, and and I think and I think that that they built up perfectly to Infinity War and now Endgame. Yeah, in such a way that people, it's part of people's lives. It's like a, it's almost like a series. Yeah, it's almost like you know each movie is like a season of Friends or something, and and, and <laughs> or you know how I met your mother, and, and 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 I remember how sad I was when when you know those series ended. And I, I, I'm feeling that right now You know, as we're approaching yeah. Endgame. I'm feeling that uh, feeling of, oh, it's going to come to an end soon.
1: Yeah. I think the thing I'm excited for, though, is just that they have such a plan. Like, I remember when Infinity War came out, I mm. think it was one of the producers was interviewed. And they were like, oh, yeah, we have 20 more movies already planned.
2: Right. So right. they're
1: clearly, like, going through the right. big events, which I think is really exciting. Um we actually, for Christmas one year, my dad got us the Marvel Encyclopedia. And mm. in the Marvel Encyclopedia, they have like, they have a really good synopsis of yes. every character in the Marvel Universe, a really good synopsis of all like yes. the big events. And one yes. of the big events is the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. So we were reading all about that. Mm. And yeah. there's other things in there like the Skrull Invasion, mm. Secret Invasion.
0: Secret Invasion. Yeah. And you can see that, I mean, if you watch, if you guys watch uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. There are hints towards that, uh, towards, towards secret that invasion. secret invasion, and so that's what I'm. I'm kind of. I'm kind of looking at that and, and going like, is that what they're gonna do next? Is that what they're going for? Uh, and also, how strong are the, uh, the new characters going gonna be? How you know impactful are they gonna be as you know Captain America steps off the platform? Yeah. Uh, Maybe
1: Iron. Well, how Man. is that gonna go? Maybe
0: Iron Man will take more of a of a mentorship role. Yeah. So there's, there's just a lot. There's just a lot to, to process there.
1: Yeah. So definitely excited. But I think it's time for two-sentence summary. Guys, you have had legitimately 10 years to watch this movie. I am not giving you a spoiler warning, even <laughs> though this is basically a spoiler warning right now. We are going to play two-sentence summary. Don't forget to vote. Mm-hmm. Guys, I won again. I okay. have won on Instagram two times now. Shlom has not won oh. at all.
0: Don't worry. Don't, my, my comeback is, 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 is going to happen. It's going to happen. So. Gonna, I'm, I'm not worried. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so make sure that every Friday you tune in to our story on the underscore happy underscore hipsters Instagram. In our story, we have a little recap of our two sentence summary. And mm. then there is a place for you to vote. And we take the voting very seriously. Shalom now has to do the laundry and the dishes all week because you guys didn't vote for him.
0: Because it's so hard to do. What's hard to do? The laundry and the dishes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You hate doing the dishes.
0: I don't like dishes. I'm okay with laundry, but dishes. It's not fun.
1: So. Are you ready for the two sentence summary Shana? i'm
0: i'm ready i'm ready and And just a heads up i'm not changing my style i'm just looking to build my fan base so if you like rhymes if you, if you if you like rhymes if you like rhymes and you like you know cool stuff just like just you know just hit that that vote you know just go out and vote people go out and vote go out
1: and vote, people Stop. you're crazy okay I'm going to go first. Okay. Tony Stark is captured for his genius ability to make weapons and must create a way to prevent shrapnel from entering his heart after he was caught in an explosion. While creating his cure, he also creates Iron Man and beats the man who had him captured in the first place.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: This was actually a hard movie to do yeah. two sentences of yeah. because there was a lot. The
0: many, many things. There.
1: Yeah, there because it is an origin story. There's mm. so many parts to it. So it actually was pretty hard. Wow. Your turn.
0: Wow. So I, I so I'm worried <laughs> you're just gonna
1: sing the Iron Man song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> so so actually like our theme song for for uh calm down to infinity is kind of like it kind of reminds me of iron man so that's why i like it i like it i like i like yeah i like the music on iron man it's really cool it's very you know really like uh, like crazy and and awesome so here's my two sentence summary very short very short
1: well it's only two sentences so it should be short
0: right no i I mean like i shortened my two sentence summary (laughs) 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 anyways anyways tony stark invents Iron Man for him to escape. This idea creates a hero without a cape.
1: Wow. Edna Mode would be very proud of you.
2: <laughs> no, capes. <laughs> no capes. No capes. <laughs> no
0: capes. <laughs> it just reminds me of it was like uh, when he when he sees Thor the first time in Avengers and he goes like something like Doth mother know that
1: mother. <laughs> you wear her drapes <laughs>
0: No. <laughs> thanks, Tony. <laughs> I'm literally
1: crying right now. That was so uh, funny. Okay. Are you ready for the nerd scale? The Excuse nerd me.
0: scale. Okay. I like how you said that like in a very like, nerd scale. low voice. <laughs> nerd scale.
1: <laughs> okay. Today's nerd scale mm-hmm. will be from one, mm-hmm. to. I am capable of creating artificial intelligence robots. Whoa. Good. Just like Tony Stark. Just like Tony Stark. So ten is I'm able to create artificial intelligence wow. robots. Wow. So where okay. would you put it?
0: Wow, that's a good one. That's that 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 messes with my imagination because <laughs> my mind goes wild with every one of our nerd skills. <laughs> this one is already kinda of, kinda of out <laughs> there. It's already out there. I'm like, what's beyond that? <laughs> oh my word. Um I would say, I would say that I created vision.
1: Wow. Yes. That wasn't really a good thing that happened though. I mean, it was good, but. Vision is
2: good though. Vision is good, but the whole
1: process, we're jumping, we're like a million movies ahead of, we're not gonna discuss that yet.
0: (laughs) Yes, we're not, (laughs) we're not, we're not. Okay, so what
1: number is that?
0: That is, I would say that's a eight.
1: That's only an eight. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you're wild. Okay,
0: a ten. You're just God. You, it's, it's no longer artificial. Oh, you're it's making real. Actual okay, okay. Intelligence. So
1: it, that's funny because I was, I'm also giving this movie an eight. But I was gonna say I'm highly fascinated with mm. artificial intelligence, but yeah. I don't have the capacity to actually make it. Wow. But I'm very, very highly fascinated with it. Like I know yeah. everything about it. Like all the jargon and everything, right? But I'm not able to actually do it. And yeah. So. yeah, And that's neat.
0: An yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's we cool. we never
1: agree on numbers. That's pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely more like out there. <laughs> like I'm more like crazy. And you're, you're more. Crazy. You're more realistic. Okay, let's talk about the movie. What did you like about
2: Iron Man?
1: I feel like this is such a hard question because the first time I watched it, I didn't love the movie mm. that much. But now that I have the context of all the movies, I love this one so much more. Wow. And I almost even just love like the simplicity of the villain right. in this one. I, right. I think that I love that. So I think the thing I love the most about the movies, I think they did such a great job creating the origin story.
2: Mm.
1: I just, I love, there's so, there's so many things. I love when... You know, they've got Tony's supposed to be accepting that award and they show that video of him. And like you kind of get to hear about him, how he's like a genius and how smart he is and Mm. how he's rich. And then he's not there to accept the award. Uh, And I think that that shows a lot of character right there. There uh, were just lots of moments where I think you got to see a lot of his character uh, in this movie. uh, And I really yeah, I think I really like that. I just think that they did a very, very good job as an origin story. Wow. As a person himself, I really don't like Tony Stark. I'm going to be honest. I find him so arrogant. Uh, And I mean, I said this in the Captain America one. I had a really hard time because Captain America came out. He was the fourth one to come out. mm
2: -hmm.
1: And so we had seen Iron Man, who was arrogant. mm -hmm. Thor's whole story was about being arrogant. (laughs) And then you had the Hulk, who was just like crazy. Mm -hmm. So it's like all the Avengers up to that point, I felt were. Just kind of wild, mm. so I didn't really feel attached to them until Captain America, and then mm. I was like, now I'm sold on these kinda, guys. You like
0: brought, I'm sold. It all together.
1: Yeah, but yeah. until then, I was kind of like, eh.
0: Yeah, I, I see that. I see that. I, I I definitely. I'm I'm gonna work this backwards, starting with the the fact that yeah, I, I don't really like Tony Stark. Uh, I feel he is a a bully.
2: Mm.
0: Uh um, actually, I wouldn't say bully. I'd say he's he's just arrogant. He's just arrogant. He's that A-type kind of vibe, like where he's like, oh, alpha. Yeah. He's got that alpha male kind of complex. Yeah. But then again, they all have their same complex. That's true. They all have the same complex. But coming back to the movie, I love the casting. I mm. feel like the casting yes. was awesome. Yes. I feel like it was such a great balance to the main character. Pepper is is a great character. Great, great character in the movie. Mm. I feel like there's something about her that just adds almost like (laughs) the best way to describe it is like, she's like sour cream in like really like spicy chili, (laughs) you know, like, you know, she kind of cools things down a bit. (laughs) I don't even know where that came from. Um, You know, don't worry, more analogies coming, you know, but like, but she, she really is that. She, she's got this ability to like, just cool things down in, in, in the movie. And so it's great. Terrence Howard uh, as Rhodey. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. I loved it. I loved it. And, and you know, if you haven't watched Iron Man 2, I'm sorry. Like, you know, you've had enough time. So I'm just going to say this. I hate the fact that they removed or he walked away or whatever happened. I think
1: he walked away um, for Empire. Empire, which I,
0: I love as well. So so he was just a great, great personality. And I feel I feel like... He, he's already got that, like, A-type vibe to him, which almost, like, even his whole vibe with with, with Tony allowed, like, almost added this, like, cooling effect to the movie. And, and so when they removed him, I don't like the person they brought in to replace him. I forgot his name. But it's definitely one of those things where um, I just saw the cast and saw them, you know, really, like really like balance each other out so that was great that was great because tony is a lot he's a lot uh yeah, to deal with um and so having having characters that really i mean they really they were actually supporting characters they supported mm-hmm. the movie and really held things up otherwise i don't know how how like lovable tony is as a character um and and without the the casting that they did i don't know how well they would have done so yeah. so yeah so i'm 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 definitely in love with the casting they and the execution was perfect the um, you know the conversations were awesome uh were there things that i felt were a little a little weird i i'm not in love with the whole middle east uh vibe that they went with and you, you, you shared something yesterday about oh, yeah. about the, the, the comic and how that's different from the movie. I would have, like, you know, preferred if they'd gone that direction. Do you want to share that? And
1: Yeah. So, originally, Iron Man gets the shrapnel near his heart because he was in Vietnam and he gets right. captured. He gets captured by um, North Vietnam. Mm. And they're, like, torturing him and stuff. Right. So, that's how that happened. Right. But, I mean, I think to be honest, like this came out in 2008, the Middle East was relevant to Americans. Like that's just what, Yeah. that's who the big bad was, you know, like that to us, like that's who we were fighting against and that. So I think that they were trying to make Iron Man relevant, especially because they were planning on building an empire. They were planning Mm. on building this Marvel universe. Right. I think they were like, we wanna show you we're grounded in reality. We right. are going to be as true as we can be to the comics, yes, but we're gonna have to make some changes mm. because we're looking to just reach a broader group of people mm.
2: Mm. so I actually
1: don't mind that it's in the Middle East mm. um yeah I don't I don't mind that at mm. all I actually like it because I think it it makes it relevant because right,
0: right. and and, and I, yeah. I, I hear that and 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 I I, I I love what you just said about how there was a lot happening in the United States at that time mm-hmm and so I get, I get that, I get that. I was just really hoping for something a little different, especially with the way they just portrayed. I, I felt like the casting was so fresh. It's such a fresh take on 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 a villain, on even the love interest. They the way they they kind of walked towards that. It's very like it's 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 really fresh. It's different. The whole Middle East thing felt like they just got caught in the bunch uh, of. Everyone else who's who's creating who was creating movies that had the Middle East and series, and I'm talking about like I mean the the like cinema world got saturated with those kind of movies, and mm-hmm. so I was just hoping for something different. I do at the same time get why they did it. I get it. I'm not in love with it, but mm-hmm. I I do know that I I am lacking that perspective. But still, that's how I feel, you know. So
1: yeah, I get that. I guess I'm just I'm not against it because yes. Yeah. It may. I think they wanted to really ground it in reality. Yeah, yeah, I get so that. So yeah. I, and and that's what I like about it is they, the they reality knew, that was there at that time. Yeah, like they know, right. they know that they were heading towards like you know New York City. All of the Avengers are based in real places. Right. I mean, except Black Panther, but all of them are based in. Real <laughs> it's places. a real place.
0: Wakanda is real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just gonna let that go. So, so like they're all based in real places. So right. because of that, I feel like they were like, we yeah. really want we want to portray a certain way.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's awesome. Yeah, that's all. I'm mean, and I get that. Um, def- definitely get that. I get that that piece. So.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I like the movie, and and yeah, like no, I I hear you because like I thought the same thing. I was like, okay, so now we're fighting. We're fighting people in the Middle East, but it's, an, it's a superhero. Like, I, I thought the same thing. When the movie yes. came out, I was like, all we talk about now is fighting people in the Middle East.
2: Mm.
1: Ever since 9-11, like, that's mm. that just became the new villain, you mm. know? And, it, you know, before that, it was Russia. Like, we had a lot
2: of mm.
1: movies that were just saturated with Russian villains.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, no, right. I totally, I t- totally, totally get that. Mm. Germany, you see that a lot, too. Yeah. So... I mean, I think that they were mm. not necessarily trying to blend in. Yes. But I think they were just trying to be relevant.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because Vietnam
1: wouldn't have made any sense mm. if they if they were like, yeah, Tony in Vietnam, because they had to bring it up to present day. Mm. He would have he wouldn't have right. been. He
0: would have. He wouldn't have been in Vietnam.
1: Yeah, it just wouldn't have made sense. Why? Why yeah. would he be making weapons?
0: Yeah, and, and I'm not saying like they should have been in Vietnam. I I was just in my mind. I was just going they could have had just something different than what was saturating mm, yeah. you know, cinema universe at that time. So yeah. that's that's fine, though. But we can move on from that. I hear
1: that. Yeah. What, was, what would you say is your favorite part of the movie?
0: Favorite part of the movie?
1: Ooh. I have I, a few favorite parts. <laughs> I,
0: I love the first time that he... You know, when he made that makeshift Iron Man. I mm. just love that. I love that. I I, I feel like sometimes I've have, I have this thing when, when like when there's a bad guy and he gets surprised by something like so much more powerful than mm. him. I just love that whole scene where he just stepped out and is like, Yeah You know, and I just love that whole scene and how they, they just how they 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 like orchestrated that was just awesome i i definitely i knew the bad guy wouldn't die at that time but yeah. i love I, lo- I just love how like tony like i mean he definitely misfired and shot the the cave <laughs> and then thing yeah. fell on the on the bad guy i'm forgetting his name but definitely that whole scene felt so exciting in terms of what they were creating and so and and, and then seeing that grow as well and watching those scenes when he's mm. trying to He's trying to improve on that. I love the experiments. I love I love the little robot with the hands yeah. that was helping him. You know, <laughs> it
1: reminds me of like a dog. <laughs>
0: right. Exactly. And and so I just love I just love how that all built up to the Iron Man that uh, was was better. You know, I mean, he keeps improving on it through the movies. But um, I love I love how he, arri- he arrives to Iron
2: Man.
1: Yeah, and the other thing I love about Iron Man in the cave, that whole scene is like that's such they're yeah. definitely paying like homage to the original Iron Man mm. drawing, like how he originally was portrayed in the yes. early comic books. Yes, and I I do love like I really love that, and I think they did that in all the movies. Like I'll talk about that again in Thor. Like his costume is complete homage to the one that I think it came out in like the seventies. Mm. Um, and I, I just like that, I think that mm. they really tried to play play tribute Mm. to all these characters Mm. even though they knew like it's gonna be different than the comic book it's gonna be different they don't have as long to tell the story they Mm. don't you know it's just different what you can do on screen Mm. and what you can get away with in a comic book is just different than what you can get away with on screen so there's it's just different mediums we've talked about that before yeah um but i think i think the thing that i like about iron man and I think they do a good job within like the Marvel cinematic universe of this is there's such a decent amount of, of symbolism and foreshadowing. And I Mm. I just really love that. I love the part when Pepper Potts gets him the, when he takes out his old heart, his original Mm. one, and it says proof that Tony Stark had a heart. And I just think that that's, that was so cute. And it, (laughs) and then it works out because then um, Obadiah comes and he takes he takes his little arc reactor out of his mm. chest and he has to use his original one. Mm. And I I think that that's just such symbolism of like Tony can improve and improve on things. Mm. And he can try to improve things, but like really he has it in him.
2: Mm. Like wow. just
1: him as a person, he has wow. it in him even though he's arrogant, Pepper can see deep down mm. who he really is.
2: Wow.
0: That's cool. That's cool. And, and I love he says he says to her you're all you you're all i've got yeah and i thought that was deep
2: yeah
0: i was like oh, what about Ro?" and I, that was that's always my reaction It's like what about roadie like like what's that relationship like you're like okay anyways i will not get distracted but think
1: they're like that tight like i just think they
0: tight like
1: yeah but not like pepper
0: i know i know was he covers for he really covers for yeah
1: roadie does cover he for him really
0: covers for him so so i was like yeah, but you have a homie who's like really there for you. <laughs> okay, but anyways, <laughs> okay. So themes. Yeah, favorite themes, part. Themes themes themes, <laughs> themes, themes,
1: themes, 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 <laughs> So the theme that I pulled from Iron Man, and I don't know how to make this like concise. I've been thinking about it a lot. I don't know that there's like a specific word for it, but the theme I was that I got from it was just the idea that you've been taught something your entire life. Mm. And then you witness something that like blows that idea out of the water. Mm. Like you just, it blows that idea out of the water Mm. and it's you're like, Holy crap. Everything I know is wrong.
2: Mm.
1: And I really got this from, Tony's whole life, you know, his dad sold weapons. His dad helped create Captain America. Mm. He was helping in World War II to make Mm. weapons. Like, he's known that his whole life. His motto Mm. was, you know, bigger, have the bigger stick and that creates peace. Mm. So his whole life, he's been told, like, building weapons creates peace. Mm. And then he gets caught in the crossfire,
2: Mm.
1: you know? He gets caught in the crossfire of people who are trying to steal his weapons. And he realizes, like, actually, no. Like, I'm creating weapons that are being used on on civilians, on normal people. Like, right. I'm not actually creating peace. I'm not, I'm adding to war. Like, I'm mm. actually adding to war. And I was mm. just like, wow, like, that is just such a relevant message. And, mm. like, how do you respond
2: mm.
1: when... Your mind is blown like that. Do you deny it or do you make a change? Do you deny that what you saw even happened and you don't Mm. make any changes or do you do what Tony did and Mm. he was like, no, like we can't make weapons anymore. Like I witnessed something firsthand
2: Mm.
1: and I don't want to do that anymore. I think this has hit me on like a couple personal places lately. And I think like one of the first things, one of the first things that it's hit me on is how as like Americans we view Africa. Mm. So like I'm married to an African
2: Mm.
1: and it was actually genuinely shocking to me when Shalom was like telling me all these stories about like his education and like how he grew up. It's like Shalom literally read the same books Mm -hmm. that I read
2: Mm.
1: with my education. Yeah, And it's like, I, my whole life, have been told Africa is really poor, Africans don't have anything, Africans don't have this, Africans don't have that, and it's like, and that's that's not totally wrong. Yeah. There is a lot of poverty yeah. in Zimbabwe. Yeah. There's a lot of poverty in a lot of Africa. Yeah. But I think that we, like, almost, like, discredit people from Africa because we're like, oh, like, they don't know anything.
2: Mm. Like,
1: they're uneducated. They're this. They're that. But that's not really the case. And that like kind of blew my mind. And I was like, wow, wow. Like we actually don't teach American students like the good parts about Africa. Like we, we don't learn that. And that to me was like, I think, I mean, I think there's lots of layers there. I think Mm -hmm. there's also like racism. Yeah. I think there's racism there. I think we are really taught a very Europe centric Mm. type of, um, philosophy. I think we're taught that. I mean, actually, one of my favorite writers of all time is she's Nigerian. Mm. And she is like one of the smartest people I've ever heard. It's yeah. um, If you've ever heard of her, Chimamanda Adichie, like mm. she's so smart mm. and she's Nigerian. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, wow, like there are all these great, great voices from Africa. And they almost get like put on a lower tier because mm. they're African. Yeah. And, and yeah, I do think that there's some racism there. Yeah. Um, and even, I think that was another thing is like realizing in my life, like where there were these subtle mm. racist things that I just accepted as life that mm. I was just like, oh no, like that's just how that is. It's like, no, Yeah. I was actually taught to process that way. Mm. And the only way to make change there is to recognize that we do have these unconscious biases. Mm. And that we need to make, we need to make a change. We need, Mm. you know, I can affect the next generation by Mm. being like, yeah, that's actually racist Mm. when we, when we do things like that. Like, Mm. it's actually racist of us to not talk about Africa in a good light. Like, Mm. that's actually racist. So, Mm. I think just like calling things out for what it is.
0: Wow. Wow, that's so good. That's so good. I love that. I love that. I think... I think that I think that as human beings we we we're almost like computers in a sense sometimes where we just take in information take information you know of of what's real and, and what's mm. not and and then sometimes we kind of face this situation where that completely challenges our beliefs and I think that happens a lot when you Engage with someone who's different from you, or someone mm-hmm. who has a different thought process from you. You can see that a lot um, with with Tony Stark uh, when he meets Christine Everhart, the girl he was the reporter he was sleeping with, and she mm. challenges him a few times where yeah. she she really like kind of goes have has a go at at him. And but I think she was one of the influential voices yeah. in speaking to him. So and I want to touch on that a little bit later. But hearing what you're saying is so important in saying. How often do I allow myself to be confronted by voices that are different yeah. from me, voices that challenge my perspective and my mm-hmm. worldview? I don't think, I don't think we we all do it enough. Like yeah. I think that we, if we could learn to be more, more like open to encounter having those encounters, I think that we can learn to actually like improve and grow as human beings.
1: Yeah. And I just like that just reminds me so much of like, I remember when we first got married, you know, Shalom has his green card. Now we were talking about him becoming a citizen and I was like, Shalom was like, well, I'm a proud African. Like, I don't know if I want to be if I want to be an American and I don't know if I'm allowed to have like dual citizenship. And I had literally never in my entire life heard someone say, I'm a proud African because I'd only ever seen people say bad things about Africa. So I'm like, wow, like, that's so interesting, like, to think, like, okay, I'm happy that I'm American, but there are Africans who are happy to be Africans, and, like, it makes me sound so ignorant now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, why would I not think that people would be proud to be from, like, the country that they're from? And actually, Africa is so interesting, because there's there's almost, like, a unity within within africa like you would never hear us say like oh i'm proud to be north american <laughs> like we just don't say that you know what i mean but but african nations like and i think because of the trauma that has happened to them from being colonized i think they've kind of banded together in in that unity and it's like that's actually pretty beautiful
0: that's awesome that's awesome i i definitely i definitely find a lot of encouragement from that you said something really profound when you mentioned how the 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 choices of like kind of locations like between vietnam and mm. middle east mm-hmm. was based on what was happening at that time and i wonder if sometimes some of that saturation that happens in movies affects how people view places and view people mm. and view oh they're kind of create that. some of those impressions and and so and africa included like there's so many movies that talk about Africa in in light of civil war or yeah. or like being you in a jungle, lots of violence, or, you know, like, like violence and
1: children you know, bride, like child brides, like you see a yeah, lot of that. Yeah, like,
2: yeah. You, you I'm
1: not saying that like it doesn't happen. Like these yeah. things do happen yes. in the world. Yes. But what I'm saying is, if the only information that you receive about that place right. is pointed in a certain direction, then yes. you begin to think yes. that is the only like that's the only view yes. that I should have of that place yes. and I think we have seen that effect with the Middle East in the US, like we, we have. definitely have seen that. We there have. are a lot of people who are afraid of people who are Middle Eastern,
2: uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. they
1: are. Like yeah. they're just afraid of them now. And it's yeah. like, uh, like you can't judge a whole group of people based on the actions of a small group. Uh-huh. And I think that the best way I could, I could word this for Americans is like, guys, we have a lot of school shootings Yes. You know, we have a lot of school shootings, but you don't see us walking around going like be afraid of every white male who's middle class. Like we don't we don't say that. We don't say that <laughs> because it's you can't judge a whole group of people based on the actions of a few. Mm. And I think that that's important to remember. But yeah, I do think in Hollywood like yeah, they do reflect things that are happening, but you also need to consider like Okay. Am I am I adding to the story in a good light or am I adding in a way that's going to create biases? Now we're getting into deeper philosophical questions. Very deep. We should probably move Very on deep. to your
0: theme, Shalom. <laughs> Very deep. Oh. Okay, so my my theme, my theme is on accountability and I mentioned Christine Everhart I thought I like you know like you know they you know you may want to judge and be like oh you know she's sleeping telling Tony yada, yada yada but I think that uh, she made some awesome points when she challenged him about his company. Mm,
2: yeah, I think
0: she made some awesome points, and I think that she was actually one of the voices that kind of made him more aware of what his business was doing. Even though it was it wasn't him, it was it was actually uh, stain who was doing all the you know, the naughty stuff. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he was the one who was selling was selling weapons to to the warlords. He, or rather, or the um, I don't know what the term is in, in in the Middle East, but he's he's the one who was was doing that. And so I think that, you know, people like Everhart are the ones who actually made him more alert and aware of mm-hmm. what was going on. So I think that accountability is so important. Having voices and people that actually challenge what is happening, because sometimes you know, like, was Tony had this, had just this one, one train of thought, which is, you know, bigger stick, bigger stick, bigger stick, mm. right? And then all of a sudden, these voices start coming in that are going like, look, these are your, you, these are your company's weapons that are mm-hmm. doing these things. It's, it's you're the one who's, who's, who's actually causing some of this, and so. That's something that is worth, something that is worth doing, like even for, for other people, if you see like, you know, if you see someone who's doing something wrong, I think a conversation sometimes helps them become aware of what they're doing. And even for ourselves, we need people like that who come to us and say, hey, the way you're seeing this, the way you're, you're, you're talking about this, do you know that it's coming across like this? Uh, like, oh, it's coming across, you know, in a way that you might not be like wanting it to come across, and so uh, a good example is the is you know we're coming back to race, and I guess that's that's the theme today, you know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but today's
1: podcast is brought to you <laughs> right. by race conversations, race
0: conversations, <laughs> you know. And 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 one of one of one of the my my favorite people is. Uh, one of our favorite people, Jesse and Jasmine, and they basically they 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 are like champions at this and they they will challenge any voice. Mm. If someone says something that's racist, they'll they'll say it immediately yeah. and say, <laughs> yeah. Hey, that that's racist, you know. And and I think that the voices like that are so important in our in our generation, in, in any generation, to have people that say, You do know that this is what you're doing. You do know this is what you are. Um you are saying in Mm. this moment and Mm. and i think it's so important that we allow ourselves to surround to be surrounded with those kind of people Mm
2: -hmm.
0: my other thing as well is i feel i feel like tony stark tony stark definitely has yeah he has a lot of layers like what you said he has a heart actually he probably feels more than like a lot of our avengers Mm. he just doesn't he just doesn't doesn't like express it and you see that a lot even in his responsiveness when people say things to him there are a lot of conversations and you you're going to see this throughout yeah, through the, the, series. the the series where these people who who actually challenged tony stark are uh, yinson who well, uh his fellow prisoner yeah um he actually said some things that actually impacted tony Stark. so, so tony has has got that personality that gets so i want to say easily impacted by by a convincing voice but i I feel like he does have that Mm -hmm. that like that vibe to him and 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 over time we're going to talk about it a bit more in terms of how he responds to criticism how he responds to being challenged i think that i think that there's there's good to that and there's also bad to that and you're going to see that throughout the 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 series of um like av- avengers and and infinity war. actually civil war is probably the yeah. the the crux of that is where where he makes a decision that kind of affects a lot of um yeah. a lot of what happens afterwards yeah. and so i think that you know listening to criticism is, is a great is a great skill uh it's a great thing to have but i think that your response to criticism your your how you respond to that might be different so accountability is great it's awesome but you need to actually like in it, it can't be just you acting out of guilt it needs yeah. to be you acting out of hey this is what's right uh, and this is what i should be standing up for so this is something that is definitely worth having conversations about and I'm looking forward to discussing Tony Stark's reaction to other conversations that are coming up and even our thoughts on that and we would love to hear your thoughts as well as as you're as you're watching the movies we encourage you to go through go through it like we we're doing this we are going movie by movie i think yes last night we watched avengers the first one
1: yeah we're kind of getting ahead we're getting ahead of where the podcasts are just so we can kind of refresh our memory yes although we've seen them all a lot we've seen them all a lot
0: (laughs) but we're doing this as a build-up to End game. And so, please do the same thing. I think it's beneficial, um, it's fun. Obviously, like if you don't feel like it's worth it, great, you know, you can do, do your thing, do your thing. But if you really want to have the full, like just enjoy Endgame as much as possible, I would say like, oh my gosh, watch the movies, yeah. you, like, you know, just dive in. It's gonna in. blow your
1: mind also, going it's back gonna blow and watching, watching it's gonna blow some of mind. the ways that they build up. Yes. But yeah. We would love to hear from you. Instagram is like our place of like being. So go on I mean. our Instagram. <laughs> like, we, you know, we post every week. Post on our superhero post about the podcast. Mm. We would love to talk about things with you. Yes. Anything. If you've thought about anything else, what are your favorite themes in the mm. movie? What is, you know, anything, mm. anything.
0: And fan theories. If you have any. We would theory. love fan
1: theories. Yeah. DM us. Again, we are the happy hipsters. So go to the underscore happy underscore hipsters on Instagram.
0: On Instagram. I thought you were going to say an underscore again.
1: No, you (laughs) love, Shalom loves the underscore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's so So, cool. Anyway, I think we're wrapping up. Okay, thank you so much for joining us on this series, Countdown to Infinity. We're going to be doing this. Like for a while, and it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be awesome. We would love, would love for you to rate us, and this is our one yeah. request. If you, if you gotta do please one thing, us. one thing from this for this Christmas. episode is <laughs> for, Christmas, for Christmas, Christmas present. It's our Christmas we, wish. We we would love to just get like start getting rates. Um, if you if you if you didn't like if you don't like what we're doing, please put in a one, put in a half half. Have stuff, but please put even a reason why, uh, so that we can improve. We want to grow. We want, we've just started doing this. We're not super pros at this, but we want to hear from you what your thoughts, your feelings, uh, what you think we should improve on, and what you th- you think we're doing it right. So we keep
1: doing that. Yeah, we'd like that. So going into a little bit, what you can look forward to in the future, we have the incredible hulk even though i don't consider it part of the Mo- marvel universe and i still think we should put it in so we are we got iron man 2 we've got thor we are also doing a special for shalom's birthday so next week you're going to be getting two podcasts two. the dark knight rises that was shalom's birthday yeah. pick so we will have two podcasts for you next week our normal countdown to infinity and a bonus podcast for shalom's birthday Yes. So we're really looking forward to this.
0: We're so excited. It's going to be great. We're so excited. Thank you so much for joining us on this nerdy journey.
2: We'll see you next Thursday. Game over.